Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the LightningInsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson here from Lightning Insider. Dot com doing a little recap of game two and a look ahead to game number three. The series will shift back to Amelie Arena for games three and four on Friday and then on Mother's Day. Uh, again, if you want to support me and you appreciate the work that I do, whether it's this podcast, whether it's the work I do when I go in and visit uh, Ian Beckles and Jay Retcher, Usually on Wednesdays or the work I do for hosting the pregame skate show, which takes place um, before uh, every, well, now in the playoffs, it's every every game, one hour before puck drop, myself and Bobby the Chief Taylor will talk um, and set you up for the game. The best way to support me is go to my website, go to lightninginsider.com and use the code PODCAST to sign up for a yearly subscription. If you sign up for a yearly subscription, I will give you $10 off. Use the code PODCAST uh, when you sign up. And the first thing you see when you get to the homepage is, is how to do that. So if you appreciate my work, if you appreciate what I do, if you want to keep me around, uh, that's the best way to kind of keep things moving forward just as a lightning happen to move forward, uh, push past game number one and found a way to pick up a 5-3 victory in game number two. It was actually not quite as close as the score indicated. The Leafs scored a couple of late third-period goals that uh, I know gave some fans some nervy moments down the stretch, uh, but they do pull out the 5-3 victory in game number two. We're going to talk a little bit about what the difference was between game one and Game 2, and again, what Tampa Bay needs to do to try and take their first series lead in this best-of-seven series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, before we do, I want to make sure that you know this podcast is presented by BioPro Plus. It's the first 100% non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. Prove your performance, metabolism, and energy without any needles or nasty side effects of prescription injections. BioPro Plus works faster, is easier to use, and is 100% safe. Are you a guy over 35 who wants to fix how he performs, looks, and feels? Then BioPro Plus is for you. Find BioPro Plus at BioProtein Tech or on Instagram and Twitter at BioProtein. And if you sign up on the website, again, that's BioProteinTech.com. Use the code LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. That's LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. All right, 5-3 victory. Uh, it's a game where Tampa Bay scored first, built a 2-0 lead. Toronto scores. Tampa Bay answers right away, and then they pull away with a couple of early third-period goals. Uh, again, a little nervy towards the end as Mitch Marner scores, and then <laughs> the Leafs score their second shorthanded goal of the series to make it 5-3. Toronto has a late power play. Uh, they one point it was 6-on-4. 
uh, with it being late in the game uh, to make it a little bit closer than it felt and looked. But to me, the, the biggest difference in um, between game one and game two, and I mentioned it in the last podcast, is I, I wanted to see the Lightning speed their game up. You know, you speed your mind up, you speed your legs up, you speed the game up. And in game one, they just look slow. Their execution was slow. Uh, when the execution is slow, the feet don't move, the skates don't move, the legs don't move. Um, there's a famous saying from her book, Brooks, that uh, the, the, the legs feed the wolf. Well, the brain feeds the legs. And if you speed up the game in your mind, you speed everything else up. And I think that's a big difference in what happened in game number two. And, you know, we've seen this from this team before. We've seen how they can have that type of a slow game, um, you know, whether it's regular season or, or whether it's postseason or whatever it is. Uh, you know, you can tell when they're not at the top of the game, when they're not they're not executing with speed. You know, we talk about the Lightning as a fast team. Yeah, the speed, speed can mean a few different things. It can mean how fast you skate. You know, Braden Point, fast skater. Nikita Kucherov, fast skater. But it's more than just that. Because if you can't execute at a high rate of speed, you look slow. So they kind of go hand in hand. You know, straight line skating, if you're forechecking, chasing down pucks, that's one thing. But if you're executing passes, tape to tape, in stride, you look faster. Because you're executing faster. And I think the the play from Victor Hedman that sets up Corey Perry's goal that makes it 2 nothing is a perfect example of that because he hits Corey Perry in stride and Corey Perry has probably never been uh, described as fast in his career but he had a clean break he had a clean look they caught Toronto in a little bit of a line change it's the second period you're a little bit further away um, from your own end and they caught him and Corey Perry went down and scored to make it 2 nothing, which was a huge goal but it starts with the pass you know, it's an understanding on Victor Hedman. He sees Corey Perry up ice. He executed. If you miss that pass, then it's it's a nothing play. But he hits him right on the tape. And again, executing at the high rate of speed, uh, to me, was a big difference. Uh, the other big difference, as we're used to seeing, was uh, Andre Vasilevsky and Net. You know, Toronto had a good start to the game. They did. They had two early power plays. I wasn't crazy about the penalty that Pat Maroon took that gave Toronto their second power play chance about 11 minutes into the second period. You don't want to keep flirting with that Toronto power play. Uh, as good as the Lightning have been, and they've killed off all but one power play, and the only power play goal they allowed was that 5-on-3 to Austin Matthews in the second period of Game 1. Other than that, they've killed off all the 5-on-4s, or in the case of late last night or late in game two was the six on four uh, but they've done a good job of killing it off but don't get fooled by that Toronto is dangerous Mitch Marner John Tavares Austin Matthews William Nylander Morgan Riley there's probably not a more talented number one power play in the league and that's not a slight towards Tampa Bay we know how good Tampa Bay's power play is but that talent that skill level on that first unit for Toronto there's a reason they finished first in the league the Leafs had 13 shot attempts on their two power play opportunities in the first period. Six shots on goal, five scoring chances, three high danger chances. In four minutes of power play time. You don't want to keep flirting with that, uh, but Andre Vasilevsky stood tall, did his job, kept his team in the game till they could find their, their skates a little bit. Obviously a huge goal from Victor Hedman. 
there was 1.2 seconds left on the clock. They officially changed it to 2.5. Um, but that was a huge goal, power play goal at the end of the first period. Gives some momentum. Corey Perry scores early in the second. Uh, and then they never they never trailed uh, in the game and end up evening the series. And there's always a lot of stats that you can throw around, uh, throw around. But this is my favorite stat involving this team over the past two playoffs. When they lose a game in the postseason, they're 15-0 and in the game following. Andre Vasilevsky, of course, has been in net for all 15 of those games. He's played every single minute of every playoff game going back to 2020. Uh, he's got five shutouts in those games. His goals against last night going into it was 1.21. It would have went down if not for those two late goals. It ticks up a little bit to about 1.3, but that's an incredible stat. Um, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. 15-0. and with a 1.3 goals against average, and the save percentage is hovering somewhere around 945, 950, somewhere in that range. Just an incredible stat and a testament to the mental strength that the goalie has. He's just incredible, and he, he rises up in these occasions, and he's a big reason why the Lightning have this number. And if you want to take it a step further, personally, I do not, but if you want to take it a step further, they had those three um, round-robin games in the 2020 bubble, and they didn't technically lose that last game to Washington. It was a shootout. Uh, but if you want to classify that as a loss, it's actually 16-0 and in the games following a loss in the playoffs dating back to 2020. It's an incredible number. Uh, the Lighting, I think, have won seven or eight straight game twos in a series, whether they were up one nothing or down one nothing. Um and to everybody who thought the sky was falling at game one, just you have to you have to make sure you don't get caught up in the emotions of a game to game situation. Not every game means not every win means plan the parade, and not every loss means plan the off season. It's a series. There's ebbs and flows. Things go up and down. Even if they'd have lost game two, I'd be preaching the same thing. Because they were coming back home, and, and it, but now it's 1-1. And you can't get caught up in those emotional roller coasters because it's, uh, it's stressful. I know how fans are. I see it in my household sometimes. You know, you get wrapped up in, in everything. And, and you, 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 you bring so much emotion into, you know, being a fan of the team. But sometimes you just kind of have to take a deep breath and, and let things play out. One game does not a series make, and this was certainly the case. They looked poor in game one, losing five to nothing. It's the worst playoff loss in the John Cooper era. Matches the worst playoff loss in terms of uh, margin of defeat in franchise history, and yet it's just one game. Whether you lose a game one nothing, five nothing, eight one, whatever it is, a loss is a loss. There's no cumulative um, aggregate play here. It's one game, if you win it, you lose it. You know, think back to the first series in 2020 against Columbus. They win a six-overtime game, five-overtime game, but it's just one game, and Columbus came back and won game two. All of a sudden, it's a 1-1 series. So you just can't get cut up. And in fact, the players certainly understand that, and they know that. They know not to get caught up in a lot of this stuff, and Alex Kalorn was asked about how they do that. And uh, this was Alex Kalorn who was asked this exact question. 
during his media availability ahead of game three. Yeah, I think that's a huge part is staying even keel. I think you could tend to get high, you could tend to get low. I think the good part about our team is we've, we've been through a lot of these playoffs and we understood even after that five nothing lead, I mean, we weren't reading too much into the media or anything like that, but we knew it was going to be a long, tough series. So just you, you want to remain even keel throughout a series. And uh, I think, you know, that comes with obviously our experience. Again, that was Alex Kalorn talking about how to avoid being caught up on the roller coaster of emotions. And it's it's certainly it's very imperative for players not to get caught up in that. And it's a very veteran laden team now. They've been through just about every imaginable situation uh, through their playoffs dating back to two thousand fourteen for most of this core. New players around, obviously, of course, but uh, for the most part, they've been through everything and, and they know how to do it. And one thing I thought was interesting, John Cooper was uh, discussing sort of the same element about how you you know, block the outside noise and not get caught up in some of that stuff. And he actually revealed that in 2020 and last year, they asked their players to stay off social media, to stay off the internet and not read stories. You can't stop players from doing that, but you can ask them. You can ask with, um, you know, to to kind of limit their interactions that way. And uh, he had a couple of different theories on why they asked their players to do that. And uh, again, this is John Cooper talking about what they like the players to do to try and keep themselves distracted away from things on the ice and and how people react to it. Uh, well, you just. I mean you've got to make sure you got a deck of cards with you at all times. And then you really, you know, as I've, I'm different than I think back about 2015 when I was, you know, fortunate enough to coach in a, in a finals and you kind of, you're kind of aware of everything and you're taking everything in and you don't want to miss, I don't know, for whatever it is, maybe you're intrigued more about media attention, but as I've grown, I think that just all it does is make you lose focus. And, and I remember, you know, the last two runs we've had here, it was, you know, we made it mandatory. The guys couldn't be on social media and you know, don't watch the, the television because, yes, they, you can get your tires pumped, but you can also have them deflated as well. And, and I think for us, it's all about what we're going to do and our mindset. So, like I said, make sure you got a few decks of cards handy. All right, and I think that kind of, you know, keeps things in perspective a little bit. Uh, kind of keeps things, you know, not in control, uh, but you know, if I mean, we know it. What's we used to have a saying at the Tribune years ago: uh, stay away from the comment section because you'll have people who love your work and you'll have people who hate your work. But you always remember the people who hate your work, right? It's just just the way it is. Negativity stands out in your mind, so. If if you're a player, if you're in that situation, and you you keep your uh, keep your wits about you, I mean, I think you know it's exactly what John Cooper said there. You know, your tires your tires can get pumped, but your tires can also be deflated. And for whatever reason, as human beings, usually the negative stuff sticks out. Well, how can that person say that? Well, why would they say that? You know, we don't remember you know, the ones who complimented our work or anything like that. So uh, just a little insight um, into how the team operates in these situations and, and how they have uh, asked their players to kind of deal with things. It's because really they, they are in their own bubble. And, you know, I was on with Jason Cullimore 
uh, on the pregame skate show ahead of Game 2. Of course, a member of the 2004 Stanley Cup champion team. And, you know, back in that run in 04, uh, John Tortorella, the head coach at that time, wanted to treat, wanted, had his own idea of trying to block that stuff out. Uh, the night before home games, the team would gather at a, a hotel and stay the night. So they weren't at home. They weren't with their family this night before the game. They were with each other. They were playing cards or watching TV or playing video games, whatever it was to kind of take their eyes off of, you know, their minds off of the game that was uh, planning to be ahead. You know, and when he got to game day, it was business. It was time for business. And, you know, that was a way, certainly social media was not, uh, the internet was barely a thing back in 2004, um, let alone social media you know, uh, and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, so th- that was John Tortorella's way of, of keeping distractions. And obviously in talking to Cully, uh, reminding me of that uh, a little bit. So just a little bit of a different approach that they had back in 2004. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. All right, before we look ahead to game number three, which is at Amelie Arena on Friday, it's another 7.30 puck drop. I want to let you know that BetUS is also a sponsor of this podcast and with NHL playoffs underway, NBA playoffs underway, uh, golf season getting into swing. Um, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may not know this, but BetUS has been pioneers in the sports book industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. It's BetUS.com, and they have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 800-69-BETUS. That's 800-MY-BETUS. You receive 125% sign-up bonus by using the code BOLTS22. That's bolts 22. They have re-up and referral bonuses also. BetUS is known as America's favorite sports book for a lot of reasons. BetUS has all your NBA and NHL playoff games with team and player props and loads of NFL futures and NFL odds up already. You can bet on UFC matches and props, PGA golf and round matchups, and live betting on most sports, and yes, including golf. The online casino has hundreds of games, and the race book has all your horse tracks. They have every bet type imaginable, and the Sharp Bet US mobile platform is easy and full with betting options. Follow my lead and get your phone, online, and social sports betting partner with integrity and longevity. Bet US. You bet you win, you get paid. Bet US. All right, for game three, uh, we'll be interesting to see how they handle the lineup situation. Zach Bogosian was in for game two. Jan Ruda was out. Uh, no clear update whether that was a coach's decision or whether that was Jan Ruda was a banged up decision. Uh, John Cooper did mention after the game that uh, Jan Ruda did have some stitches, uh, but they also wanted to get Bogosian into one of the two games, and they went with game two, so uh, we'll see what happens tonight. My guess is Bogosian stays in. They probably stick with the same lineup uh, that they did in the win in game two. Not that John Cooper is shy from changing a lineup after a win in the playoffs. He's not that kind of a superstitious guy. He doesn't necessarily buy into that, that you have to keep uh, a lineup that won a game uh, intact. So, uh, But my guess is Bogosian stays in. So what does Tampa Bay need to do to try and take a lead in this series? Well, they got to play with the same speed and execution they did in game two. Probably a little bit at a higher pace, to be honest. Um, there were still mistakes. 
you know, the, the Michael Bunting goal that made it 2-1 um, early in the early stage of the second period. Ryan McDonough, we rarely see this from Ryan McDonough, got caught hesitating. What's the old proverb? He who hesitates is lost. Waited too long to make a play. Austin Matthews was able to close him down, force the turnover, and made them pay. So you have to get those situations where you're, you're, again, speed up the mind. The mind has to be playing at a higher pace. So I think as we go here, that's going to have to continue to be a thing to make sure if you're not at that pace, you get up to that pace. And uh, that's an area I'd like to see Tampa Bay continue to improve on. Uh, stay out of the penalty box. There's been a ton of power plays in this series. You think of the number of goals that have been scored on special teams. You know, Lightning had three power play goals in Game 2. Toronto had a power play goal in Game 1. Toronto's got three shorthanded goals. It's six, six of the goals so far in this series have been scored on special teams. And as I mentioned earlier, don't flirt with that Toronto power play. You have to be disciplined. You can't take penalties like Pat Maroon did by pushing a defenseman into his own goalie on purpose. It was clear. It was a clear call. Couldn't be avoided. So whether the officials are trying to set a standard early on in the postseason or if they're trying to send a message early in the postseason, whatever it is, got to stay out of the penalty box. This Toronto power play is way too dangerous to keep flirting with. Uh, You want to limit their opportunities. Don't let them feel good. Don't give them the feel of the puck on their stick. They got away with it in Game 2, killing off those two first-period power plays. But again, 13 shot attempts in four minutes. That's a, that's a lot of pucks thrown towards Andre Vasilevsky's way. And you don't want to continue doing that. As good as the penalty kill has been, um, you know they even created some chances themselves uh, on one of the Toronto power play opportunities in Game 2. But again, it, you're, you're playing with fire if you continue to kind of do it that way. Uh, I thought it was key, you know, Victor Hedman a four-point night, Nikita Kucherov a three-point night, Braden Point gets on the scoreboard, Steven Stamkos picks up an assist. We talked about Andre Vasilevsky. The stars showed up in the game, but you got a goal from Corey Perry. You got a goal from Brandon Hagel. You got an assist from Nick Paul. You know, so you had that secondary presence beyond just the top players that contributed in game number two. It's so key. It's so key. You know, Mitch Marner scores a goal. The top line scored another goal. Uh, they get the shorthanded goal. So what ended up being the difference in the game was those two goals from Corey Perry and Brandon Hagel. You know, if top lines are going to cancel each other out, if, if special teams are going to cancel each other out, you need that secondary presence. And I think that was key. And it's three guys, Corey Perry, Brandon Hagel, and Nick Paul, who were not part of this team last year, contributing early in the series. I think that's a great, great sign uh, for this team moving forward on how you know they can get contributions from up and down the lineup, and uh, I think that's great to see. Um, besides that, I, I don't think um, much of anything else uh, is a huge key to the game. It's going to be great to see the crowd back at Amelie Arena for a playoff game. Obviously, July was the last time. We all know what happened uh, it was a packed house at Amelie Arena for um, for a home game, of course, in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals. So, uh, again, game time is 7.30. Puck drop will be just, eh, just after 7.30. Uh, you can watch the game on Valley Sports Sun. Nationally, you can watch the game on TBS. Uh, don't forget, I will be with Chief one hour before the game, 6, 6.30. 
on Lightning Power Play as well as News Radio WFLA in the Tampa market. And you can find Lightning Power Play on the iHeart app. Just search Lightning Power Play and hit play from right there. Greg Lanelli has pregame at 6.30. Dave Michigan, Phil Esposito had the call at 7 o'clock. I'll also make uh, my appearance, no Wednesday appearance this week with Jay and Ian. Uh, so we'll, we'll do it on Friday ahead of game number two. Uh, or game number three, sorry. I'll be in studio from three till four on Friday, so check me out there. And again, don't forget, if you want to support my work, if you want to support what I do, you like my insights, my expertise, my experience, everything else. I'm really bad at trying to sell myself, so I'm trying to sell myself here. Uh, use the code PODCAST if you haven't signed up already. $10 off the first year just by using the code PODCAST when you sign up at Lightning Insider. All right, that's going to wrap up this look back and look ahead. Uh, I'll try and do this on each of the off days here uh, between games when I have some time on my hands. Uh, So, again, this has been the LightningInsider.com podcast, and we'll talk soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.